Um, just puts on a bonnet. Dude. James just puts, on, just a puts on a bonnet. You fucked me. Hold Go on. Go ahead. James. Just puts. puts on... <laughs> just puts on a bonnet. Bonnet. <sighs> bonnet. Oh, man. You guys had bonnet. to be there for that. That was yeah, like a 45 minute. That was the punchline to like a 45 minute bit that Kib and I were on right. a roll about and we forgot we weren't rolling. We forgot we were rolling. Um, I'm looking real sweaty somehow. I just I showered and I put lotion on and I feel like I look greasy on account it's of the fact so, of the lotion. And it's so good golly goddamn hot in this goddamn bitch of a world right now, man. Well, for you, California. not for me. For you as well. You're not in the fucking valley anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Is it so nice there? Still smoking, though. Dying in every way. Get off your fucking self-righteousness. I'm not being self-righteous. I'm quit vaping a month ago. You're dying. You're dying by doing that, and I'm better than you. <laughs> I never said that. I want to encourage my friend to not die. This one's hard for me to breathe. Yeah, because you're dying, dude. You're literally killing hey, your fucking lungs. In the cells, same way, in the same way that this is what oh, was the truth for you and the truth for Steve, because I know that Steve stopped vaping too. You have to make the decision yourself to stop vaping. I'll make it for you, bro. It's so easy. No, you can't make it for me. I gotta make it for myself. And trust me when I tell you, truly, I tell you, I have already made that decision. What do you tell me? What do you tell me? I'm gonna quit vaping. Awesome. Throw that bitch in the garbage, bro. Nah. All right. Fair enough. Maybe I'll start Not right now. Again. Maybe I'll start Yeah, it's up again. to you. Either way, man. But uh, honestly, I just want to say welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you, man. It's been a minute. I've been, I've been watching. I've been commenting. I've been trying to get back on here as a guest for big fan. Really You're a big now. fan. You're one of our yeah. biggest fans, dude. Like in Chicken size. James. You're yeah. like eight feet tall, 600 yeah. pounds life. They wouldn't let me in the NBA, but I definitely, I definitely tried out. But you definitely could wreck in the NBA, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. not not like, you know, as not as a more player, like the D League, maybe mm. if you were lucky, if the you would be a, who, you'd be on the bench in the D League and then they would. Yeah, you'd be the fluffer, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is way too graphic. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> James. Like he's already hard, he's already hard in his pants, but this way, like completely horizontally hard. Hang on, hang on. And that's how I do it. <laughs> We're gonna have a great yeah. show for you tonight. <laughs> Those of you who are audio listeners, that was actually James pantom pantomiming or just miming? Miming. Pantomimio. Unzipping a pants. And unzipping a, a pant. Unzipping a pants and pulling out a penises. No, I didn't, I didn't pull it out. I didn't pull it out. You're right. You left it. It was the inside the pant and right. I grabbed it to let him know. Yeah. I'm I got boss. you. I got you right where I want you. Okay. And, and I squeeze. squeeze. And then I go, and the conda oh. squeeze. Anaconda squeeze. <laughs> Just to let him know. But anyways, what, man? just let him know anyways. that I got him right where I want him, dude. Anyways, what were we fuck? What were we talking about? Oh, oh, oh! 
and then he puts on a bonnet. Right. Yeah. That was better in the moment yeah, before the, the moment. podcast. And I'm really sorry you, you guys seen... missed out on that because that was Ugh. that was something. That nugget of gold, man. That, fucking, that was for sure something. That sweetheart of a bit, yeah. <sighs> man, I just want to say, I mean, it's episode 199. Unbelievable. We already know today's going to be a landmark episode, but, Fifth. you know, next week is going to be a landmark banger of an episode. You want to let them know why? It's episode 200, you guys, and that means we're having, we're getting the goddamn gang back together, goddammit. Mm-hmm. That's Steven Suptic. That's Autumn Farrell on the podcast, and on two, it'll come out on Wednesday next, next week, Wednesday. episode two hundred, bro. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna have a lot to talk about, a lot, a lot of catching up to do, man. Everybody's lives are really oh, taking. It's gonna a be dark, at least a forty-five minute episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's lives have taken a dark, dark turn. And we're gonna get into it like a true crime podcast. True oh my god, dude, we should. Never mind. I want to start a seafood podcast called the True Crabs Podcast or something like that. True yeah, Crab every podcast. week we have a different crab on. They mm-hmm. tell me what it's like to be a little crab underwater. You know, you go mm-hmm. under the mm-hmm. under the rock, you find a little fish, and you go, you fucking mind, bitch. Give me that, give me that fish. Give says, me that. Yeah. <laughs> to the fish, it says, hey, fish, give me that fish. Uh, give me that fish. <laughs> Dude, it's just it just calls out everything it's doing. Oh, fuck, I'm looking around. I'm looking around, man. I'm looking around. Uh, well, give, give me that, that fish. fish. <laughs> eating you. Eating you. Eating you. Eating you. Eating you. Eating you. Oh fuck, dude. I'm so I'm actually really warm right now. I think it's just cuz I'm nervous. You are nervous, man. It's hot in fucking California right now, man. It's 79 degrees outside right now. But my 79 degrees. <laughs> Such a mild temperature. Such a pleasant temperature. <laughs> 79 that's, is not pleasant. That's one degree. Pleasant. You're right. You're right. And I'm sorry. Back, that's 70, 79. <laughs> yes, I'm right. Stand down. Hey. How are your teeth? They're doing great, man. You still have pain? Still. Oh, yeah, dude. These aligners, this is week three I've got in right now. Holy sweet fuck. It's like, it's so goddamn painful. Fuck. But it's working. I is think. it the pressure that's painful or is it the, the lacerations in your wisdom teeth holes? No, it's the pressure now because I've realized I could simply cut off the back end and file it down. So that's perfect. <laughs> A lot of work to do, man. You actually no, made your own. <laughs> you made your own yeah, Invisaligners. I made this out of gum and tree sap. Believe this is not. made out of, you know, those plastic um, containers for anything electronic that are impossible to open, where, right. you, you, where you're guaranteed to cut yourself while you're trying to open it. I just, I just got a lot of those, and I, and, I, and I made a mold out right. of my mouth. What I did was yeah, I made a, I, get a lot of it, and I made it uh, wet, and I went... I actually, I bit into a mole, and then and I then the I impressions... It was a live mole, like the yeah. animal, and mm-hmm. it had and my it was teeth like impressions. And I poured candle wax, <laughs> hot candle wax, into the wounds, the mole right, to seal them up. Yeah, to seal them up. And then when they hardened, I had a whole model of my teeth, and I realized, well, I need the mold, not the actual like 3D model of my teeth. Right. So that was pointless. What I then did is, uh, so I got the mole and I threw it against the wall. <laughs> I fucking started beating it. I said, "Stop! Stop complaining!" And it did. And, that mold, and it died. <laughs> And it died. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it died. 
So then I got Invisaligners. <laughs> and then I got Bike Clear Aligners. So tell me, um, something happened to you apparently, right? Yeah, I got into a, uh, a car accident. A fender bender? A fender bender. Or a full-on uh, car accident. Fender bender. Uh, very slow-moving fender bender. Minor. Very stupid situation. Minor accident. Big, pretty big damages. Uh, to your car? Damages to their car and scratches to mine because my new car, Nana, my Audi A3, bought it, um, is... You know, it's it's an impenetrable force. German engineering. Nana, Terminator engineering, exactly. Uh, it's a mimetic it's polyalloy, which of course means liquid metal. Metaphorically speaking, you're right. It um, the back of the car. Uh, I was actually parked at a parking lot of Petco, right? And uh, I'm in a parking space, and nice behind me, in the way that you would you know turn to, uh, to go left or right, someone was stopped. Um, with just their, their fucking, like, back two feet of their car behind my car so that I couldn't see them. So when I looked over my right shoulder, I looked hmm. out of the back window, I saw no car. You didn't check your I mirrors? Started, I, I did check my mirrors, but they were in my blind hmm. spot. I then okay. started backing out slowly. And then, gunk, and I looked back again, and I still couldn't see anything. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And now I'm mad. Right. And now I get out, and I'm like, what is this car? What is this Mercedes Benz doing right behind me? Crashed into me. This, they're not. <laughs> what in is a this car spot. doing? Crashed into me. What am I doing? They were not in a fucking spot. They weren't parked. They were stopped there in my blind spot. Like stopped Instead as in parking because they want someone ran out of the car to go into the fucking pet car or whatever, mm. and they were too lazy to fucking park. Right. So they were not only blocking all the other traffic who would who need to get by them and shit. I ran into you. Right. Um, and unfortunately, it's <laughs> And they my weren't fault. even, they weren't only waiting in the parking lot. I ran into you. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately ran into them, and it was just these two fucking idiot mm. bitches. These two <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh huh. They were. I Paint me a picture. Paint me a fucking picture, okay. dude. They. In detail. Were, How old they were, were they? The, uh, um, probably 30. These two fucking fucking bitches, bro. Two of them. <laughs> what? That sounded very um, derivative of something racist. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying they were like yapping. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. There was no racial uh, right. injection there at all. It sure. It was truly just inflection. yapping. Uh, yeah, there was no racial inflection or injection. There was no <laughs> racial injection. <laughs> I didn't inject what I was doing there with anything. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so full from McDonald's. Keep going. Listen to me, bitch. So they were fucking. They so were fucking. <laughs> they were so goddamn <laughs> immature. <laughs> Give me a goddamn Come on, man. Out, I'm just man. enjoying the story. I'm adding All my right. own commentary. It's like. Yeah, you, you are, know. man. Start your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> your podcast is to be a part of this podcast, but you're recording your own audio and it's just your perspective. But I'm also on this podcast. Oh, at the same time. So these fucking idiot bitches. Right. And now I don't refer to women as bitches often, but I do in this circumstance. And if they were boys, I would call them bitches too. Or or if they were they, were they or them, I would call them bitches. It was just these people acting like this are right. bitches. It's um, understandable. I appreciate you fucking, clarifying. Just fucking yapping off. And, I, and to you? I'm trying to keep my cool. Yeah. I'm like they to were, keep my they cool. were livid. I'm like, what are you doing here? Because I'm pissed. I'm like, this is stupid. Where you are is stupid. 
this is so fucking stupid. And I'm trying to keep my cool. And I'm getting mad. And what, what, were, like, what were they saying, though? Oh, you should have looked behind. You should have fucking looked behind. This is your fault. It's only your fault. You should have looked behind. I'm like, I did look behind me. You were in my blind spot. And you can't park here. This is not a parking space. Where you were is not a parking space. You, you were a little fucking ass of your car was in my blind spot. You were completely in my blind spot. I couldn't see you. And you were stopped, not even parked, stopped behind me while someone was in the store. It, does that set, You're blocking traffic and I hit you. My fault. That's how you end it. The problem is the dent was like this big in their, in their mm. fucking uh, back right bumper. Right. Mine just pushed it in and a little bit of scratching, but not easily. Much. Um, and then there, I believe their the owner of the car came out because he must have like owned a business nearby. I believe, I believe they were Armenian because they all reminded me of uh, Eddie, our landlord. Exactly, and by I believe they were Armenian. Um, okay. So th- you know, imagine Eddie, James. I know Eddie. Imagine and Eddie comes out younger, a little quicker comes out and he's pissed and now he's blah 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 and they were like hesitant he's like give me the insurance and of course i didn't have my insurance of course i don't have insurance <laughs> of course i didn't switch <laughs> my insurance from my old car to my new car yet so let me first uh, say yes it is legally my fault and it is my and you and you were negligent for not having your insurance Right, 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 right. But, but I mean, my insurance would still cover it because I'm still paying for insurance. I just didn't switch it from my more expensive car to my other car. So I'd be fine either way. But, mm-hmm. um, but they should take some responsibility. I remember being like, all right, the adult thing here, I was like, you're not going to take any responsibility for what you did in this situation? I was like, the adult, and she's just yapping off and not letting me talk. I'm like, hold on. I was like, the adult mature thing here is to both take some responsibility for what happened. I will not take a 100% of it. My car is damaged because your dumbass is down here. So now my car is damaged too. And then the guy, when he was always like, well, I don't care about your car. I was like, well, then I don't care about your car. How does that feel? <laughs> oh, Easily. let's be humans. Let's care. Let's calm. Let's take some responsibility. And let's figure out what we want to do here. I was like, you, he was like, get the insurance. I was like, here's the thing. If we get insurance, both of our insurance are going to go up. Because my car is going to get fixed and your car is oh, going to get fixed. I was like, both of our him? insurance is going to go up. No. No. Actually, I paid more to them than I should have in the end. I spoiled it. So uh, he's like, just fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just fucking, they, they really thought about it when I said, both their insurance is going to go up. And then they were hesitant to give the license up like that. I was like, they're like, here, give me yours. They took mine, fucking took pictures. I'm like, can we get yours? And they were like talking and uh, we couldn't understand what they were saying. And they were really hesitant to give it. And they're like, give me your fucking license, bitch. And I didn't say any of that. But I was pissed. Right. I said to him, bitch, give me your license. And he didn't do that. But then eventually, uh, the, he didn't have his license, the car owner, but the woman who was driving did and gave her license finally. And then um, we exchanged phone numbers, took pictures, and I said, we'll figure this out. We'll, um, I will, let's get a quote from a, a garage, and mm. I will, if I can afford to pay it, I will pay for your thing because... And if I can't, um, I'm sorry. I called someone, we got a, some advice saying that, like, because it was private property specifically, um, it doesn't matter that they were you know, not in their spot and fucking like all of the, any of the fault that they may have. Um, it doesn't because matter. It, oh, because it wasn't on a street. Right. Or so. any public. Yeah. Any public property, which hmm. would have been street. Yeah. Um, yeah. If like I had been like backing out of a driveway and they were overhanging or something, but because it was private property, my moving vehicle 
into their not moving vehicle puts me at fault, likely, um, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So I swallowed that pill and I said, great, I just want to be done with this. I got a quote from some online company and it was like 375 for the dent and the paint with all the pictures. I was like, this is amazing. And I text them and they were really fucking difficult. First they said, it, I was like, hi, uh, I'm uh, Clay. I'm the guy uh, from the parking lot. Uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, to, how we can fix your, your, your car here. And he goes, excuse me, comma. Wait, what does he say? <laughs> it was really <laughs> fucking funny. He says to me, he ended up being What really he says? Excuse me, comma, I know you. <laughs> well, fuck. What, Hi there. What this next? Is Clayton, this is Clayton from the Petco parking lot the other day. I got a quote for the dent, and I'm still looking for others at the moment. Excuse me, I know you. Is all he said. And then I replied, I'm not sure what you mean. I have no idea. Simply what to the, the point fuck? where you you couldn't even like assess that statement <laughs> in any all. way on your own. In you talked to way. friends about it. You talked to everyone you could about it. No one knew what that meant, so you had no, no. other choice but to ask him to clarify. Because what, what does he go like? Excuse me, I know you. <laughs> like was that what that? Meant? I think <laughs> like, my only like understanding of that is me. is him like. Having maybe already saved your number, he so doesn't. He didn't have my number. He didn't have. Okay, and that my makes contact. no sense because my the only thing I, I can think of is like if he already had your number saved like, and yeah, you introduced ass, yourself like, in the text, him just like getting pissed at that. The fact that excuse you introduced me, yourself you. again. Excuse me, but I know you already. No, <laughs> that makes <laughs> no sense, man. Me. He knows me from the parking lot, which I acknowledged because this was the first time we'd gotten each other's numbers. I got his number and text him the first time right. so i had to introduce who this random number was mm -hmm. excuse me i know you and i said i'm not sure what you mean period <laughs> 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 what the fuck so what the fuck dude <laughs> what know, the I fuck know. are you talking about man <laughs> that was exactly what it meant i'm not sure what you mean period and then he didn't reply so two hours later i'm like hey i'm trying to resolve the issue with your dented bumper okay call you 3 p.m okay all three different texts. <laughs> okay. So this is also a little bit of insight as to the fact that there was some difficulty when, you know, maybe their communications like this could be a language barrier, whatever, but then they're also hot and being bitches. Right. You know I mean, like this guy was being a big bitch. A and big then old he bitch. also just, blah, 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 just fucking saying nonsense because he's just like, your fault, your fault, blah, 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 your fault. Uh, and then he, I said, yeah, that works. And then he's like, he, he didn't call me when he said he was going to call me. He quoted me 800 to 1,000. And I was like, wrong. Well, I was like, I, hi, I can uh, call you back in a minute. I got a quote for 375 to fix the dent and the paint scratches so I can uh, book that ASAP. Um, um, uh, and they can come to you if you'd like. They would just come to him, fix the car, wham, bam, thank you, man. Who's going to love the family? Yep, yep, yep. And then he goes, I don't want to fix my car to any body shop. But best I can do, give me five hundred. <laughs> best I can do, give me five hundred dollars. I can put the rest on it and fix it. I said, I understand that. I can send you the five hundred dollars via Venmo if you'd like. Okay, perfect. Boom, sent it to him. And then he's like, No problem. Thank you so much. To some other shit, I said, I was like, Thanks for your patience. Uh, sorry about this. And now I have a paper trail of, you cannot come for me. You cannot come inside me any longer. Sure. Man, right. you really folded there with that negotiation. Well, I wanted to be done with it. No, I, I totally to feel you. I'm playing with he you. Could have said, I agree. No, I, totally... I want this fixed at this body shop or I'm going to insurance. And I, I just wanted to be fucking done with it. I sent him 500 bucks. Wham, bam, it's done. Now I don't yeah. have to think about this anymore. Totally. Uh, it was stressing me. Man, what a that. shitty situation. Yeah, it happened like four days ago. 
Fuck, dude. Yeah, so you yeah. just paid him today? Just paid him, yeah, literally three hours ago. <laughs> and I was like, go fuck yourself. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Yeah, you didn't say I actually, that. Actually, I was really nice. I was like, thank you for your patience. Uh, I'm really sorry about this. And then he was really nice. Yeah. It turns out to be, if you're nice to someone, they'll be nice to you, even if they're sometimes like they're not going to be nice. Sometimes. True. You don't, if you're nice you to me, it doesn't matter. He'll be, he'll be mean to you no matter what. Yeah, you never know. Man, that reminds me oh, of like... Oh, an email! <sighs> Nothing. What were you saying? Oh, man. Wow, that was crazy. Um, speaking of crazy, I think I'm finally able to talk about someone. Speaking of crazy... Who, your neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay. Speaking of keep all this. Speaking of crazy, it's your neighbor, isn't it? (laughs) We're gonna talk about my crazy ex neighbor, dude. Uh, Fuck yeah! So, little backstory here. I used to have a crazy. I gave him your address. Crazy fucking neighbor, man. (laughs) Crazy fucking neighbor. This guy. Just a lunatic. Like, max out fucking crazy. Max level fucking security. No eyes, no ears, no mouth. Only a nose. That's he all this guy for was. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, he asked. For, he used to always ask me for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Does he have a British or not British? Uh, like a, uh, a fucking a British accent? <laughs> a what accent? Does he, does he have a British accent? No, that'd be dope, dude. I'd have been friends with him. Can I talk for you for a second? Can you mind if I fucking talk to you for a second? Yeah, I think someone's been rooting out in my trash. So we got to give a little context here because this is definitely something that we've danced around and people probably have no idea. A couple like, of times, loosely. yeah. So Very loosely, hard, barely like, anything. Okay, so check this out. Obviously, we got, we got my last stories. house I lived at for three and a half years, right? So my next door neighbor, one of my next door neighbors, um, was a very troubled man. He was a troubled man. And yeah, he's fucking crazy. Fucking wild man. Fucking wild man. This guy, like, and here's why I'm going to talk about it. I know that the that the guy is has mental issues. I recognize that. Sure. Um, but there comes a point where that infringes upon your life, and it affects you and and your your life in ways that shouldn't be. I feel for the guy and his issues and the fact that he clearly has no support system or people to take care of him. Well, he does kind of, but at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't want that in my life. Yeah. I don't want he, that next door to me. I don't want his actions and words to affect my life, to spill over into my home and my life, period. Yeah, and let me also add to, to your beginning of this uh, so people can get an idea because, you know, you don't want them to think it's just like that, oh, he's got mental illness, poor you. It's, it's, no, this man's actually also dangerous to himself yes. and everyone around him, actually. Um, and, yeah, so some of these stories... The one story that I have that is wild, uh, I'll, I'll tell whenever James is ready for my little interdec- my interjection. Uh, but there will be a bit of a trigger warning with uh, certain topics. Yeah. So I'll just give you kind of a run through of some things. And in the past year, his actions, I can't tell if, if they've actually gotten worse or if it's just since I've been home because of COVID that I've noticed them you more notice often. notice it more. Um, which could be, th- it could be that, but at the same time, I mean, even before COVID I was at home because we didn't, um, have a job. So, 
I think he just throws in the odd banger. You know what I mean? Yeah, for he sure. Just, he just throws. So I'll, I'll start. I'll start at the while. end. I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start. He throws bags of shit at the wall. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll start at the end. So, Lauren and I got back from Hawaii a few weeks ago. And Oahu, Kauai, and Kauai. we we get in late. We drive up. We flew into San Diego. We drove back up to L.A. pretty late. And we go inside. Ten minutes after we get inside, he storms outside of his house in in a in a rage, <laughs> like in a Just fucking like rage. Yeah, he was gurgling, dude. He was spilling out of his bra. <laughs> I mean, this guy's got fucking cans, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. He walks up. And just fucking spews up a larva. A fucking alien larva, dude. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Finally. And yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> um, so he fucking comes outside and he starts just like, yeah. You want to fuck with me? I'll fucking take you out, son. I'll fucking kill you, you motherfucker. Was he talking to you? He was talking to nothing. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh. It's just... Unfortunately, there is humor to having... Having hearing all this shit happen for the past years. You become jaded to way. it. In all honesty, yeah. in pure yeah, honesty, to, you become jaded. Laughing, you, you become jaded from it. And... You it's can like only anyone to, anyone who's listening or watching, if you've ever dealt with a, a housemate or a neighbor or a family member even, who yes has mental illness, but you deal with them for so long, you become jaded to the empathy of that, right? Which yeah. isn't a good thing. I'm not saying that that's an excuse, but it's a fact and it happens. Especially when you're living in it, you don't give a fuck. You're like, mm -hmm. shut the living fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking. And it's not. The things that are funny about this are not. Haha, he has a mental disability, and what he's saying is random. It's like. This is so not this is just so bizarre. It's so bizarre and it's, it's so, so surreal like, and, and 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 there is humor in it because it's like when shit like that's happening. What is happening? I go yeah, I go to my little so... side window and I'm like peeking out the window like watching him through a bush just fucking yeah. going crazy. And like yeah. He um it, it's it's truly like I can I can tell when he's off his meds, you know? And it sucks that yeah. he doesn't have a support system that can hold him accountable, but like what I think it was was like his father or something bought that house and gave it to him and just like, okay, I'm done with you now, you know? And mm -hmm. that sucks. But like I said, at the same time, because I have to put myself and my family and, you know, myself and Lauren and, me. and you and me. as my number one priority. Right. Is, is protecting us, right. you and me. You and me and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Over the um patience that i might have for this individual yeah because the patients yeah. at the end there were very very the thin still there it's just, obviously the empathy is there you can have empathy and still be critical of a situation yeah you know and like at the end of the day it, it's not just you know this guy's issues it's that this guy became hostile and volatile and threatening and it made me the direct next door neighbor to him my other neighbors on the other side of me, the neighbors on the other side of them, and the neighbors on the other side of him, all we were all in a group chat together, like mm -hmm. uncomfortable about all this. And the people next to me had two fucking little girls, dude, like, like 10 and eight. And they would always play with Vinny and we'd be out front like playing with them and he would come outside and shit. Boom, you know boom, I mean? boom, 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 boom. <laughs> 
and just be fucking banging his, <laughs> banging his fucking bongos, dude. Banging his drums, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. like I said, I'll start at the end here. So he's out there going nuts and also just nonstop banging his screen door. Like his metal screen door. Just like fucking like... So, <laughs> like that's something that would happen in the office. That's why I, I laugh because like immediately my brain goes to like, that's a, that's a bit from the office. That's real life, this dog. doing that. You know what I mean? And so it started from... I texted my other neighbor about it and I was like... It was late too. It was like two in the morning and I was like, hey, I know it's late, but I don't know if you're hearing this right now. And he texted me back the next morning and he was like, Hey man, yeah. Um, sorry that you had to like had to come home to that. He's been doing that for the past like couple weeks, um, consistently. And he and then he was like, I don't know if he's having a hard time or if he missed you guys. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. So it seems like I don't think that's bad because again, it seems no, like, it's not bad. Like, it's again, just a joke. It's just a joke. There is still humor in it, and I, like there's humor in this world, and, and that's how people deal with things. Like, it, yeah. It, 100%. And so, yeah. like, so that continued basically, like, the first few days back, it was that at night only. But when I say at night, I'm like 11 o'clock to like three in the morning in increments mm-hmm. for that entire time, him coming in and out and doing that, and then getting in his car and speeding off recklessly, and then coming back and like speeding into his own driveway. Mm-hmm. And then it started to bleed into the day where he was doing this all day. And then yeah. we, um, our neighbors, our other neighbors down the street called the cops on him three times in two days just to, like, let him know, like, y- y- what you're doing is being heard yeah. and is making people uncomfortable. And then he kind of toned it down. He he stayed inside. So part of me is thinking, like, and this is kind of becoming a conversation of, like, you know, How we feel for, is. no, we feel for the guy, right? And, like, at the end of the day, it sucks that we have to like deal with this. But at the end of the day, he is a human being and he is in a situation that he can't control. Right. So like also by calling the police, it's for them to check up on him. Right. Mm -hmm. Because with somebody like that, as, as fucked up as this might sound, you don't want that person in your life or you don't want them to, for any reason, feel dependent on you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to open that up for them because then like, that can be dangerous. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was all happening. And then before that, probably like five or six months ago, he was arrested for walking around our neighborhood, our neighborhood, yours included, yeah. with a fucking airsoft gun, like AR airsoft gun that looked real. It looked like a fucking AR. Wow. Walking around the neighborhood. That's what's fucking dangerous about this. And shit like that is where I cross the line and I say to an extent, okay, my empathy, my empathy is no longer there for you. You are fucked and you're dangerous because I don't know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. So my like protective mode kicks in and I'm like, stay the fuck away from me and my family because I don't know what yeah. the fuck you're capable of. You know I, what I mean? I do think that he is capable of, of like really, really bad stuff. Even just based off the interaction I have with him. I don't know, like, man. I mean, I had an interaction with him. And I'm not. I'm not even going to get into like some of the things he said, but because he, he's, um, it was out of nowhere, and it was clearly he was yeah off his meds. And this actually was not a funny encounter at all. I left that feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah, no. A lot of this shit. isn't. 
like a lot of this isn't, you know, obviously with friends, like you'll joke about things and like when, especially when you're living in it, like Lauren yeah. and I will joke about things, but it's because you're in it and you're experiencing it and you're living in it. You know what I mean? And Versus it's a way to like, handle things. Yeah. Exactly. Like you're like, oh fuck, he's doing this again. You know what I mean? It's like, obviously, cause we hear this every goddamn night. So it's like, you need to poke fun at it and be like, oh, he's at it again or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for yourself. Just for yourself. It's like... Because I would yeah, rather guys, do that than live in fear. Ha- right. Exactly. Exactly. Or take it way, like, too serious to the point where it's like, you have to take it serious, but, like, you've got to... It's a, it's a way to feel better about it, at least. And it's not, like, this, it's not a high school fucking thing. Like, this is just Right. Life, but, this, but this, like, also is kind of, like, some serious shit that we experienced with this guy. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. And but I feel, and I anyone who out there who like has dealt with this, you know exactly wh- where the fuck I'm coming from with like, especially when it's a neighbor, right? So a neighbor isn't like a friend or a family. So they're a stranger to an extent and mm-hmm. you don't know what goes on inside their house, what they're thinking about. The last thing I wanted is to be a thought in his head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't want him thinking about me or my family at all. I wanted mm-hmm. to not exist in his reality, you know, because I don't want his his delusions or anything aimed at us in any way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. whether they're good or bad, because that's just, you're playing with fire. Mm -hmm. Um, But tell your story because I'm curious because you haven't told me this. Yeah, I haven't told you this and I'll I'll probably get in more detail because I just don't know if it's, if like it's important, uh, these details for the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's, what's too much and what's too not, but I was going for a run and uh, he was outside uh, and he had a cigarette behind his back and then, he, I'm running past his house and he goes, Hey, can I talk to you for a sec? And I was like, uh, What's that? Can I talk to you for a sec? And like he's been in thought. He's got this whole thing and he's trying to ask someone's advice or opinion on something. I was like, Uh, sure. So I walk up to him. I'm still on the, like, the sidewalk at Ritten Front's house. He walks up to me. He's like, He starts asking me, like, um, How much damage do you think you could do with a wooden spoon to a four year old girl's head? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm assuming a lot. And he's like, uh, exactly, blah, blah, blah. And he starts, uh, like, he he had this whole, you know, mental illness train of thought thing going on where he was like, it didn't make sense, but it, it was essentially that he was upset that um, someone called him a crack baby. And he's like, he was talking about self-harm that he had done to himself with a fucking knife and, like, a big knife and, like... Uh, that he tried to do some really bad things. And also then I noticed as he's telling me these things, um, and and he was talking about like abuse that he'd gone through as a child, like out of nowhere with no context, no bridge to any of this, just bop, 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 all these incredibly inappropriate things to tell anyone who you don't know. Right. You know, like a random fucking stranger who ran by you, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was just like, Oh my fucking God. And it was a really weird vibe. Like, I didn't know if he was going to fucking pull out a gun and just shoot me right there. Like I literally, it was super weird. And his back window, I noticed, uh, had a big hole in it. Like, he had just smashed it with something. Of his car? Of his car, yeah. Back, back left, he had a big <laughs> smash, and I was like... And then I, I, I was like, I have a, we got a fucking uh, doctor's appointment to go to, so I gotta get going. And then he's like, no, I know, I know, but but listen to this. And then he would go on more, and I was like, right, 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 right. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I really gotta go going, uh, you know. But I, And then I tried to leave him with, like, a little nugget of, uh, of like, positivity. I was like, but, like, stay, you gotta stay positive, man, you know? It's all you can do is try to, like not think about any of that stuff and just try to be happy and positive. And then I walked away. You know what I mean? But it was like, it was fucked. It was such a wild experience. I was like, oh my God, man. I didn't realize uh, it was that bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Because he was like coherent almost. No. Not, co- mm, no. not coherent, but um, well, it's, more, it's like- more coherent. Like he was, 
he had more opinions and rage um, and was scattered all over the place and it was incoherent, but it was more intense than I imagined. I thought it was more just like, oh, that, you know, like, oh, that guy's just, he's a little crazy. He's a little, he's a little weird. He's just doing his own thing. But like that dude's very like, he will involve you in his world and yeah, you are in it. That's and the thing it was too. It's super like, weird and, and dangerous a, feeling. Like, and also, especially with such threatening things that he's talking about. How much damage could you do with a four-year-old girl's head? Oh, yeah, immediately. I was like, dude, what that, are you going to fucking do, And shit bro. like that right there, you, you don't want to get involved in that, and you shouldn't have to, and don't get involved in that. If, you, if you're if you with, like, ever interact with somebody like that, get away from that. Like, don't mm-hmm. subject yourself to that, you know? Like, obviously, this guy needs help, and it sucks that he doesn't have it, but at the end of the day, like I said, you know, because when we first lived there for maybe the first year or so, it, it was more like, you know, he would say things um, when he was out front and stuff and I'd be coming home or something and he would try to start some small talk that would then quickly lead to like deep personal things that it was just oversharing, you know, and, and I've just been mm-hmm. like, I would just kind of try to like, you know, make my way away and, and not get involved in it. And then as it got more aggressive and more volatile and then things where police are involved and him walking around the neighborhood with a fucking airsoft gun, which obviously it's an airsoft gun, but the terror is still there. Oh, the terror is there. You see because, someone with a gun, you're like, oh, yeah, that no person's bad. Way. Yes. That person's a bad guy. Yes. So And he acts like a bad guy. When like, shit like that starts happening, anybody. then I, I, like I said, you know, the empathy starts to be replaced with protection and defense. And yeah, I'm like, protection, and defense. And I'm like, no, and, and because I, I no longer know what this man is capable of, and I want to keep my fucking distance, and I want to be aware of this guy and not involved with this guy. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that was like one of, you know, we had been wanting to move for a while. Um, but that was definitely like, as things got really bad towards the end, that was like a, a last straw type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, cause Mm -hmm. you just don't need that, you know? Um, and, and I mean, there was a sign outside of his house that he hung up in the front of his house and it said, FYI, I am God here. Yeah. And it's like, you don't just, you don't just put that up anywhere, ever, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't put it's that up anywhere. It's such a weird sign. I can't believe that sign even exists, bro. Oh, like, bro. That's such a weird... You can have any... You need a sign. I can get a sign for you. Can you get me that sign? Yeah. Because FYI, I am God here. Right. Here, beyond the pine, I am God here. I am God here. But yeah, I mean, that's it, pretty much. Um, yeah. Wild, bro. It wild. was wild, and it was like three years of that, of mm-hmm. living next to that. And, you know, then the last thing you want is to feel any sort of anxiety in your own home. Mm-hmm. Your home is supposed to be your safe place, your comfort mm-hmm. zone, your personal space, right? The last thing you want is to feel anxiety or fear in your own home. So that's where I draw the line and I say, no. Like, mm-hmm. I said to James, I said, no, James. Yeah. You're out of here, brother. As much as I want you around, get the f- fucking heck out of here, dude. Yeah, dude, Kip ran me out of town. I said, get, get lost, dude, idiot. He loser. said, get Come the on. out of here. Get out of here, man. What? Kip doesn't curse what anymore. Doing? What the? Get out of here. Get, get out of here. Get, get, get out of here. Keep, get out of here. Bothered. Hey, get out of here. That gets me all bothered up, man. <laughs> oh, you've upset. got me all bothered up. I'm getting upset, aren't I? Oh, dope. Here I go. I'm about to friggin' yell. Oh, damn, darn it. Well, hey, this is a perfect time to um, talk about our sponsor. 
Today's episode of Beyond the Pine is sponsored by Bespoke Post. This summer, Bespoke Post is here to take your adventure to the next level with a brand new lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every single month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From travel and outdoor gear to breezy summer styles and grooming goods, Box of Awesome has collections for every single part of your life. So there's two new Box of Awesome kits that I'm super excited for. First one is the Echo right here, which is a elevated taco kit with all the fixins, all the pieces, bits and bobs that you need to have a really cool, exciting, fancy kind of taco night. Um, and your boy loves tacos. And the other one is the Forge right here, which is this awesome knife. And knives are cool, so of course I'm excited for this one. To get started, take your quiz over at boxofawesome.com and your answers are gonna help them pick the right Box of Awesome just for you. They release new boxes every single month across a ton of different categories. It's totally free to sign up and you can cancel or skip a month at any time. Each box costs only $45, but it has over $70 worth of amazing stuff inside. You can get 20% off your first monthly box right now if you go to boxofawesome.com and enter code PINE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code pine for 20% off. Thank you so much, Box of Awesome and Bespoke Post for sponsoring this episode. Now back to the show. And we're back, baby, and your boy is back. Um, Pressing this button now, but I've cooled it down one degree in here. Yeah, your boy is back with a beer. Because oh, I, need, I needed a beer yeah. after that conversation. Because in all honesty, yeah, that was a real conversation, and like I didn't expect for it in all honesty, to be like emotional in any way, but like I know. there is there is truly a semblance of PTSD that I experience when talking about that situation. And yeah. you know, just to clarify, obviously we feel for the guy, and nothing more needs to be said. You know, I, I said what I had to say about it and my concerns mm -hmm. with it, and why I chose to react the way that I did to that whole situation. And that's the end of me explaining myself. Yeah, you got to walk a mile in my shoes to talk about me. You know, miles. and with with mental illness, it's something that both of us are very familiar with, and we've both experienced very personally and intimately with with family members. So I think when it, when it comes to reacting to uh, certain mental illnesses, we are we not only are jaded by it because we've experienced so much of it, but we're also like we react to it in a way from a place of almost PTSD, you know? And mm -hmm. like, and that's a real shit, man. It's traumatic stuff that we both have experienced dealing with and severely mentally ill specific, people. In this specific context too, like all of the, the way that James is describing this isn't, isn't, uh, our reaction is not to mental illness as a whole. Mm -mm. This is very specifically Obviously. this guy in this situation. Um, and yeah, we've both been, been through it, man. And, uh, so it's like, yeah. And it's tough. I, and in all honesty, you know, like this is just, if, is, if you're struggling with mental illness, because I know that we, we never wanted to talk about that whole situation necessarily in a humorous way, but we are humorous people and we shed light on a lot of difficult things using humor because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're struggling with mental illness or somebody that you're close with is struggling with mental illness or self-harm or anything like that, there are a lot of resources that you can go to, obviously, to find help, hotlines you can call to find help, advice, anything, mm -hmm. and reach out to those. Um, I'll link a few in the description. Um, yeah. 
And on a lighter yeah, note, of, of course, you know? yeah. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Just say, yeah, just like because, of course, mental illness is, uh, it can be miserable and be hard and affect everyone around you and and the people who are loved ones of the person with mental illness. And of course, that's so fucking sad for everyone. The person with the mental illness, the person with, for people all around. Um, yeah, yeah. That's all, that's all I got. To it's say. A tough thing. You know, it's a tough mm-hmm. thing. I just think it's important to speak about things honestly, and giving mm-hmm. my personal experiences with things. Um, I think is an important thing to do. Not to say that I know anything about what the fuck I'm talking about, but to just share experiences and, and you know, but first and foremost, like protect yourself, you know, like in mm-hmm. everything you do and everyone you interact with, protect yourself. Um, but yeah, on a lighter protect note, yourself. that's not the song. Protect yourself. Wait, what is that actual song? Respect yourself. Is it is it respect yourself? Suspect yourself. Prepare yourself. Neglect yourself. Shelf yourself. (laughs) But on a lighter note. (sighs) We have some callers. We have some callers, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to be a caller next week or any week. You can submit your voice or video call uh, recording to beyondthepinemail at gmail.com, and we will not use yours. Right, right, right. And next week's so a special good. week because we got Autumn and Steve. So I better, see, I better see so many fucking questions for Autumn and Steve and none for me and Kib. I better see none for me and Kib. None for Steve and question. Autumn. I don't want to see None. any calls Not next week. Not one fucking call for next week. We're like, we really tried. Uh, we couldn't get anyone to give a fuck, I guess. So. Yeah, we really tried to get somebody to give a fuck. No one gave a fuck, man. Yeah. Not a single one. You know what I mean? Okay. Hitting us with a call. Nope. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Come on now, I'm ready. I'm fucking figuring it out, man. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, sharing. I'm almost ready and accepting. Hey, Jameson Kid. Amanda, 25, I'm calling from Norway. I would like to first thank you Norway. guys for putting out such great content throughout the years. We appreciate and we love you for it. My question is, Aww. do you have any childhood memories or stories, either funny or maybe sad or just anything that's really good for a podcast? Also, if you're, are you planning on putting out any merch? And if you do... Could it be somewhere that EU people can also get it? Um, <laughs> that's it for me. Stay happy and healthy, lads. Oh my God, happy Amanda. Amanda! Thank you, Amanda. What a hey! Thank first you, of Amanda. all, first of all, that's a great question for the podcast. Any funny childhood memories childhood or anything? Childhood memories. Hey, Amanda. Great fucking question. Yep. And I might sound like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not. That's a not. fucking question for the podcast. And Amanda, might I just add, 
where are you? Because it looks like you're in heaven right now. That background is amazing. The top of a mountain. It's beautiful. Norway. 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 Beautiful, Amanda. Thank you so much. I wish I was where you are right now. Um, James, do you have any funny ones you can pull out of your ass? Yeah, the answer is no. It might all seem like it comes up quicker. I don't have a single childhood memory. Okay, I got one for you. So we had two fucking cats when I, grew, uh, I was growing up, and God damn it, I was allergic to them unbelievably <laughs> so, and we shouldn't have had cats. You're so allergic to animals. <laughs> so fucking allergic to cats. One of my worst allergies. We had horses. I'm so allergic to horses. Right. Um, was never treated for them. Why? Well, maybe I should have been. And we'll bury that. So one of the cats, uh, one was named Willie, and one was named Jack. Uh, one of them used to, uh, this is just some random fucking gross story that I'd, I remember from time to time, and this is why I don't like cats totally. that much. Uh, Willie, no, sorry, Jack would uh, fuck my brother's blanket and come <laughs> up. <laughs> Dude, and that's what exactly, yeah. like, the second you said, and the cat would fuck, and right when you said that, I was like, please actually be talking about fucking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would put the blanket in its mouth, and I'd walk into my brother's room, my brother would be like, playing fucking Super Nintendo or some shit, dude, and it, the cat would just be on his bed, <laughs> just... <laughs> just fucking his like, bed, and I'm like, and like I'm biting like, Come it. Come on, like, he's fucking and biting and dude, coming you on your bed, man. Biting the he's blanket like, in like him. a sexual way. It was, yes, it was. Holy shit! I mean, it was my older brother, and uh, it's just a funny childhood story. Is all it is. And you know, he's like, just leave him, man. I was like, I'm not gonna leave just him. Just leave it. Fucking, just he's leave it on your bed, bro. Just leave it. I know. Just leave it. <laughs> That's. Exactly. Oh, fuck. What do you mean, exactly. leave him? Just I know, That's I know what's happening. Just leave him. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I never understood why I would leave him. Um, well, because he collected one, the samples, man. I suppose so. Sometimes before school, I would go to have a shower, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we lived in the country where these cats could go in and out at all times. And then I would go to get in the shower. I would be like, oh, it stinks in here. Open the shower. Just a massive fucking shit. <laughs> oh, the shower. fuck. Or the tub, for that matter. And then I'm late for school, and I have to clean up this massive fucking cow shit of a fucking cat shit, dude. And uh, it was an interesting upbringing I had. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. Just the like the idea of him He's being like, leave it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm dude, there are cats so like nutting on your butt. Just leave him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what would happen. I would go, what you dude, your brother's know? a freak. <laughs> oh, fuck, brother. dude. I was like, dude, he's coming <laughs> on your bed. And he's like, just leave him. Just leave him. I know. Well, what? What do you mean you know? I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can see. He's shooting it right now. All over your blanket, oh. man. Gross. <laughs> Fucking Sorry, yuck, Amanda. Dude. I know that was a lot. That was a lot. Sorry, yeah, Amanda. <laughs> um, I have a funny story I just remembered. Oh. Speaking of animals, so I, I I loved fucking like hunting lizards when I was a kid and catching lizards and shit. I loved fucking and hunting lizards <laughs> when I was a kid. And nutting on lizards. Oh, oh fuck. Dude. What a thing to I'm say, dude. I'm talking about my fucking fat tail gecko like that. Um, so I would always hunt lizards, right? I would go, you know, we'd go to parks and shit, go on hikes. And I must have been, you know, 10 or so. And I would always try to catch lizards and shit. Just to know I could. Them. You killed them and played with their insides, right? Yeah, I would smear it. I'd paint pictures on the wall in their blood. <laughs> pictures of other dead lizards. <laughs> this one's... <laughs> this one's... 
Dude, you almost fucking threw up on the end of that one, man. That was a good the burp, tail man. End of that one had I a needed that surprise, dude. I needed that burp. Um, yeah, but did. so I remember um, at this one park I always used to go to. It's called Nat Park in the Valley, um, and it had like this upper area to it where there was like an old baseball field that no one ever used, right? And there was mm. like the public restroom areas that was also like abandoned, like no one ever went up there. And so I was exploring up there and shit. What else? And on the wall of the public bathroom, like on the outside short wall, there was a lizard that was huge. And I'm again, I'm a kid, right? So if I saw it yeah. now, it was, it was probably, probably very normal size. It's probably six or seven inches, like a normal fucking yeah, dick. Yeah. I mean, lizard. Um, Big fucking tiny ass lizard dick, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. hmm, the perfect challenge. And I went up to go catch it. And, hmm, you know, when you catch challenge. a lizard... <laughs> just smash it against the wall um so i went up to it, right and in the key the you know like challenge. <laughs> dude <laughs> the perfect lunch <laughs> the perfect lunch mm, i've become hungry so, like you do with snakes and lizards, when you catch them, and don't catch snakes, unless you, like, know how to catch snakes and you know it's not a venomous snake, um, you try to grab it at its neck, right? Like, right behind its head so it can't turn around and bite you, right? Of course. So, I go up to the snake, or the, <laughs> the snake, to the lizard, slowly, and I would always do this thing where I would distract it with my other hand. I would, like, put my and hand in go, front of it. Ah, ow, dude, fuck. <laughs> so I would, distra- dude, I would thought distract. I thought he was taming it. the snake. They <laughs> <laughs> just put that dude go grab it. Dude, dude, dude fucking <laughs> tamed it. Dude, <laughs> just grab it. So anyways, so I grab the fucking snake. I mean, this lizard, man, I grab the fucking lizard by its neck, but I went and I pick it up, but I grabbed it too low. And so it just went like this. It just fucking turned its head around and bit my finger. And I was like, ah, and it was hanging on my finger, fucking biting my finger. And I was like, ah, and it literally went, ah. Because I was terrified, man. So fucking funny. And I just fucking no, I threw it into a bush. No, man, it died, and you know it, and you blocked it out, man. No, it died, and you know, and you made sure it did. (laughs) That's so fucking. I just fucking shook it off, and I was like, ah, and then I just was like, the fuck. I didn't want that okay, to happen. Okay, where's the next lizard? <laughs> Immediately off to it. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Oh, man. Let's think of more stories, dude. Do you have another story? Oh, oh God. Um, I have so many fucking stories of childhood I, I never think about. One time, uh, my fucking... Uh, we had this island called Skull Island, and it was like... With King Kong, on a hundred and f- literally the one that King Kong was acres on acres of, of land, and it was like a forty-five minute hike down this like private trail that that was owned by fucking whoever. And there's hunting camps and your camps, and you're in the middle of a fucking forest. It's That's amazing. And then you get to a really private lake that like only some people, like very few people, have property out there. And um, then we we shared a cottage with someone down there, and we had a little rowboat, and you go down this channel, this like skinny little channel from this little lake to an even bigger lake. And then there was this little like 
beautiful oasis rock island Ooh. that I would take my friends to camp on, and it was the best because we'd go fucking get drunk and high and fucking. That sounds we'd chop so down dope, trees dude. and make forts and have bonfires. All right, guys, we're gonna chop down every tree on this island. <laughs> Literally, we would spear hunt fish. Never caught one right. like that, but it was just the best. That boys sounds time so ever. fucking dope, dude. We need to go camping, man. Like real camping. I'm so down. Any fucking time I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, next weekend. I might be watching my sister's dog. No, oh, it's never happening then. <laughs> um, so one time I decided we would ride our horses down to the fucking lake sometimes, so it wouldn't be a 45 minute, two hour to hike. Right. Um, one time I, I had my boys out there, and uh, my ex stepdad at the time, who was a fucking freak, the guy that used to make um, you work out in weird ways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was in the Quebec Olympics for MMA. He was That's very crazy. fucking good. Yeah, that's why I'm fucking set sight. Uh, hip, hip, punch. Uh, so we would go uh, down to the lake, and he was down there on his fucking horse, and he was a really short guy, too, believe it or not. And he was on And so the horse, horse looked he had, huge. And he had, a, he had a mullet, by the way. Oh, my God. Country. And so he would yeah, be, he like, majestically fucking Yes, riding. 100%. Sometimes shirtless. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, what a character. that was my, my stepdad. We need to base a character never, off of that. He was never my stepdad, but literally. Your mom's boyfriend? Classic. Yes, yeah. But so he was your mom's boyfriend. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. pretty much. But more than that, ish. To, apparently, um, he was my biological father. He was super weird. Um, he uh, he was an alcoholic for sure. For sure. All the time. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, me and my friends get in the, the fucking tin boat, and he's already fucking wasted. And he would laugh like a maniac, he, like <laughs> like just a fucking freak, man. Like a wild man, um, dude. But he was very funny. He was very funny. So let's keep that in mind. Sure. Uh, we're boating down the little chain. He sounds abusive. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. We were boating down, the, we were yeah, boating down the channel on our way to go camping. Me and a couple of my friends, too. Like, it might have been the first time I brought them out of Skull Island. It was like a thing. It was like, you go to fucking Clay's going to bring you to fucking Skull Island and fuck you. So, dude, that was my own island. Yeah, like, Epstein's dude. Island. I oh have my, my God. Own island. <laughs> fuck, bro. That's tight. So, we're going. I don't know. This is like. It's fun. It is funny. Like if my friends who are there doesn't have to this, be funny. It's just childhood we'd stories. We'd be laughing. It is sort of. I think it's a funny story. Okay. It's, it's I'll crazy. be the judge. I mean, it's not that crazy. You'll yeah. So we're in this like tin rowboat rowing down the channel, and he's on his fucking horse with his shirt off and his fucking brown mullet, driving around drunk as fuck on the horse, and he's got rocks in he's, deep he's water swimming with the horse. Dude, he's fucking throwing <laughs> rocks at us in the fucking. What the handfuls of rocks? He like got off his horse. He was just like laughing and fucking <laughs> maniacally <laughs> throwing rocks at you. What the fuck? What a fucking simpleton, we dude! Were, we, like it was obviously that's funny even for us. But he was actually throwing them. We were like laughing. <laughs> it was like <laughs> he was, was trying to weird. kill you guys. No, he thought it was hilarious. Like he was fucked up. Like dude, that, he was just like yeah, he was he so fucked a, up a and just son who was negligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he was like he, he sure. dude, th literally, if he was ever arrested for that, you know what that would be arrested for? Child abuse, child endangerment. Child endangerment, just like Drake fucking Bell. Just like Drake Bell. But the thing is, it was funny, and then there's also a part of you that's like, this is actually too much. Yeah, you're throwing. You know hey, you're mean? throwing rocks. Hey, you're pelting me and my friends with rocks. Yeah, and it's hitting and, all and of us. And they're hitting our heads. But like. I still think that that's so funny. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Like, that would be He's a scene in a movie, dude. Mullet, laughing his ass off, throwing handfuls of fucking rocks at us. Dude, I'm like, writing that down because fuck. that's a hilarious character. 
I have so many of those stories and so many stories involving him that are just as fucking funny, bro. Like one time there was a fucking fight at our house and my like mom's um, uh, like just friend, childhood friend had a boyfriend and he was there and fucking uh, my uh, mom's ex-boyfriend, this guy actually got in a, or his son who was like 23 at the time who also like fought in the ring and like um, competitively did MMA and stuff like that. He's a fucking animal. Um, It's crazy to think that I'm, three years older than him now because he seemed like a grown-up when I was 16. I was 16 at the time. He fucking and got he was fight. 13? He was 23. Oh, and, and now you're three years fight. older than what he was at the time. Yes, right now. Gotcha, now I get it. Because um, at first, <laughs> I thought you meant... He was 13. I, I didn't know. I, and it's crazy because I'm, I'm three years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he got in a fucking fight outside because they would just have like little drinking barbecue nights. And um, my mom's friend's boyfriend was there and he's like 43 years old like bigger guy slow moving really nice but the ex i don't want to use names but i guess i kind of could no you don't have to Corey, 23 year old Corey, mma fighter absolute animal peak shape like i would spar him all the time and he would fucking hurt me and i got him one time i fucking got him it was amazing fucking loser get wrecked um he drunkenly like didn't like this guy for some reason's 43 year old man and fucking pushed him through a wooden balcony and broke it and he fell in the fucking garden like these people are psychopaths oh for sure like yeah yeah like that was the reality that i grew up in that's fucking hilarious and i was just like what the fuck happened man like no no i'm good i'm good (laughs) it was just a weird world man a very weird weird world and that's how the, that fucking guy is how uh, he took me to get my first tattoo when I was 16. The big <laughs> fucking guitar on my back. The biker tattoo that I have. Because he, he was also in a very well-known biker gang. Nice. That everyone knows. Fucking solid. Which that's one? Like, Can you say? Like, um, I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you probably like, shouldn't. He took me to get that, that biker tattoo that I have that I got when I was 16. That's that badass. I went to a biker shop to get. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little, little uh, insight to some of my upbringing. That's amazing. Um, Amanda, you had another question about merch. We have thought about doing merch, um, a new shirt or something. Um, so that's a, that's a hard Never maybe. executed. Yeah. But I also wanted to say, and I responded, somebody emailed me um, or, e- or emailed Beyond the Pine Mail um, asking if we had any extra merch left over. And I actually have, you know, from moving, I realized I have a bunch of old SP7 merch. Like some so of it for triple the price. Some of it's still in, in the <laughs> fucking package, like in the plastic, but some of it's sure. not. But it's like hasn't been worn. So I'm mm. like thinking, and I would want some help with this, whether it's you or somebody else, doing some sort of giveaway or some sort of like yeah. charity thing, raise some money for charity um, by selling that merch. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want to yeah, just cool. sell it and like keep the money. I think that's weird, kind of. Um, especially since it's like old merch, it's like a special thing. You know what I mean? So I'd want that's not weird, but we can totally like charity. That'd be amazing. I would rather do the older stuff for charity. I'm just, cause I think that's cool. And like, that'd be a nice thing to do. And like for a good cause, you know? And like, but Mm -hmm. cause we'll have future merch, hopefully that we will keep the money for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe we can, we can plan something with that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm down. Mm -hmm. No. Hmm. Um, Charity's not really my thing. Yeah, you don't like that. <clears throat> okay. No. And we have another call. Watching. 
Hey guys, Chance here from the not so beautiful South Carolina. You What's know, up, Chance? Yee yee and whatnot. Um, yee I yee. just wanted to say, uh, really love your guys' content. Uh, been watching it for a long time. Uh, the podcast helps me get through my shitty day at work all the time, and I really appreciate that. You know, all of us that listen really appreciate all y'all's do. Uh-huh. We appreciate uh, y'all's unique comedy, you know, sense of humor. You know, it really hits a lot of us because there's not a lot of content out there that quite has the unique humor like y'all have. Uh, Thank you. You know, I've actually struggled with anxiety and depression. Uh, last year, my father passed away, um, sorry, which was, you know, pretty rough, uh, especially in the midst of all the, you know, COVID restrictions and lockdown and, you know, and stuff like that. And your podcast, you know, really helped me get through it. Um, so I'll always be grateful for that. So don't ever for one minute think that what y'all do doesn't help a lot of people because it does. Um, Mm. you know, a few short months after all that happened, I actually found out I'm going to be having identical twin boys, which is great. Fantastic. Uh, can't wait. They're actually due in, uh, about a month and a half to two months. Wow. Uh, So that brings me to my question, uh, do y'all ever plan or, you know, do y'all want to have uh, kids in the future, you know, whether yeah. that be close future or far future? Um, and, you know, the news of me having my babies, especially here recently, has helped me kind of get my shit together, uh, you know, real solid. No I want to make sure that everything's in order for them to have the best life possible. Um, oh. So my follow-up question to... Uh, to the first one is, do y'all think that having babies is going to change y'all's mindset? Do you think much is going to change in y'all's lives if y'all do uh, plan on having babies? Um, and uh, how you think, you know, things will change after that. Uh, but, you know, keep up all the good work, the content, keep it coming. We love it. Feed it to us. Uh, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. See you. Wow. Um, Chance. First of all. You're Chance, amazing, man. You're Thank you so much for for saying that and and truly so sorry to hear about your dad man that's that's yeah. a really hard thing um obviously to deal with when i lost my grandma it was like one of the hardest things ever and i feel for you my dude um but it sounds like you're on a good path and and you're you're getting yourself positive you know and mm-hmm. i mean having kids brought into the world too i'm sure is is a light that's incredible you know that's, that's incredible a, yeah i'm so fucking proud of you man good i'm happy for you i'm excited for you i think you're gonna be a great dad because it sounds like you know what's up and you have a good head on your shoulders and you have a good sense of awareness and you're yeah. you know and and truly man like congratulations that's so exciting just um, hearing you say like my babies or you said my girls or something like that my tw- did he say twin girls twin babies twin babies you just said my babies or something like that and i was like yeah you're gonna be the best dad yeah i just hear it in your voice you're having twins I, I, dude so excited you're having you. twins that's amazing that's wow that's incredible like that's you are that's exciting right track that's to, like to... that's an adventure man that's the next yeah. that's the next chapter that's the next adventure and like you're gonna raise those kids and it, it's so funny because i think about franco who just had a kid and like you get to play with that kid teach that kid like mm-hmm. expose that kid to life and like the That's world what his kids what you did all that for your kids yeah and it was great <laughs> <laughs> and i i mean i regret it i regret having kids obviously but 
Um, yeah, man. I, I will say that um, I definitely want kids. I will definitely be having kids same. in my life, dude. I feel like I, part of me was born to be a dad. Like, that's just part of same. what I was meant to do. It was definitely Eventually. I don't think so. Let's not copy my answer, James. Same. Um, I was meant to be a dad. <laughs> same. Just doubles down. Same. <laughs> I was definitely meant to be a dad. And I, I, uh, yeah, man. As, as soon as I'm fucking where I want to be in my fucking life, man. I'm hunting down kids. You know what I mean? And what? Do you, what? I'm hunting down kids. I'm going to start. Oh, you meant like birth them. I wanted to just like find hunt, hunt them. Yeah, like manhunt the movie. Right. But for kids, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely want to have kids eventually. Um Lauren and I have obviously talked about that. We both want to have kids eventually. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's an interesting concept. You know, I have a couple friends who have had kids and they always kind of say, you know, cause I, I look at it as like, yeah, I want to have my shit together. I want to be at like this place in life or whatever. But then a lot of them have said you're like, never gonna. You, you never get to that place until you find out you're having kids and then like something clicks and you man up or you woman up, you know, and you, show up for those kids and you make it happen because mm-hmm. it's your if you're having a kid it's your responsibility to take care of that kid you know what i mean and i definitely think something changes like it's biological oh it absolutely is like that's just yeah. that's just it happens and some people are like i'm never gonna have kids because i don't want because i'm not and ready. that's fine or i don't think i'll ever I want think, kids and you don't and have yeah, to you, you don't have, have to kids. have kids you absolutely but also if you have, have kids, kids boom you want kids like you you know what I, mean? I mean some people are too selfish there are people that are just too selfish to have kids. Yeah, or, and then they have kids and then they become bad parents. Out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And those and are, bad parents you have to recognize, are, am I too selfish? Am I willing to make my whole life about someone who's not me? Yeah, and like, like my needs look, aren't also, priority. Chance, one thing I want to say, man, being a father, you being a father, I'm not a father, um, being a father don't be so year. hard on yourself. You're not perfect. You're, you'll never be perfect. You're not expo- supposed to be perfect. You do the best that you can and you treat those kids with love everything that you do for them is out of a place of love, then you will do great. Be their parent, don't be their friend. And that's what Kib thinks. Uh, uh. But yeah, I we mean, you. you say John? I said Sean. His name's Chance. <laughs> Wait, is it? Sean, we love you. it is Chance, yeah. Is it? You stepped on my... You bit my joke, dude. Is this you bit a, a hole in it. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's chance. chance. Okay, yeah, you bit a hole in no, my fucking No, that's bit. funny because um, it says Tristan's iPhone. Oh, he did it on someone else's iPhone, I think. Isn't that easy to think about? <laughs> Isn't that an easy <laughs> thing to happen? <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, he did it on someone else's iPhone. Isn't that funny to think about? Oh <laughs> uh, well, chance, yeah, man, fucking stoked for you, dude. Keep us updated, so dude. Let us know you. how it goes. If you need godparents, they're huge. James and I will be your godparents. <laughs> they're fifty pounds. <laughs> and when they're born, and that's it. Thank you for Amanda, and thank you to Chance um, for asking us those amazing questions. Those were two great questions. Like that's the type of questions we want, maybe. We're also down for whatever. Um, yeah, those ones actually kind of pissed me off. Yeah, Kib's perfect, pissed about that. Honest. But I'm stoked, and, I, and I'm grateful that you guys um, love us. 
because we love you. And when you reciprocate love, the world continues to spin. And if you don't reciprocate love, the world stops. So it's up to you. And it burns. Oh, it burns. Oh, it burns. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to send us um, a message, please email us at beyondthepinemail at gmail.com. Send us an audio or a video message so we can play it on the pod. Um, like we said, next week we got fucking Steve and Autumn. Two Episode fucking, 200, be two there. Two fucking bangers of guests, dude. Episode 200, fucking be there. First of all. Second of all, we love you. Third of all? Where does, uh, where does it look like we're, we, we go from here? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs>